Hello and welcome. This is Background Screening Tips and Tech. I'm Tim Santoni and Joe Berlin joins me. Today, we're going to try and peel back some information around the mysterious nature of criminal records, where they come from, how they're retrieved, and why do you need a background screening partner to deliver them uh, you know, to you as an end user or if you're doing, you know, whether that's in the pre-employment context or that's in the due diligence process or in the vendor vetting process. Uh, so we're going to get into the weeds on criminal records and how those all work. Um, so Joe, uh, thanks for joining, joining me this morning. Uh, how are things going for you? Things are good, man. I just got back from my first ever college visit with my oldest son. So that was a new experience. Haven't been to a lot of colleges in the last 10 years and I, things have definitely changed. So uh, we're looking forward to that next chapter. Awesome. Awesome. So let's dig right in here. When we talk about criminal records, I think that there's, there's this idea that, well, if, if you can click a button and get criminal records, you know, nationally, regionally, or statewide, why do you need a background screening partner to be involved in the process? Cause there's, you know, there's a handful of wholesale data providers, if you would, uh, if we call them that are able to procure records electronically or physically and deliver them back to, you know, a platform, a software or a background screening provider or to an employer. So, so Joe, why, why do we need a background screening partner if we have these robust wholesale screening or research companies out there that have all the tools and the access and the researchers at the courthouses uh, throughout the country? Yeah, I mean, it's a great question, right? And I know a lot of people wonder that themselves. Um, you know, how does how does background screening, how does it all work, right? And so you brought up a couple of things there, right? The wholesalers, right? There's there's a handful of wholesale criminal record providers that are are most likely providing their, their court information, the information that they're going to get from the courts to um, your partner or your CRA, your background screening provider. Um, and the question is, why can't we go directly to the wholesaler? And there's a lot of reasons. One is, and I think the biggest one is regulations. Those wholesale providers of data aren't regulated by the FCRA. They're not um, wanting to necessarily be regulated by the FCRA. And that's where your, your uh, background screening partner comes into play. Uh, you know, a few things off the top of my head. And then Tim, I kind of, you know, you could probably jump into this a little bit deeper. But, um, you know, I've always said to uh, you know partners of mine uh, that I've worked with in the past in regards to their background screening programs is that when you're choosing a background screening partner, there's really three things that you're picking, and that is compliance, um, technology, and service. Um, all everybody's going after the same piece of uh, documentation at the courts, right? They're going after that same information. There's nothing different about that. Um, but how they deliver it, the service they deliver it with, um, and the compliance that they're providing you um, on the front end and back end, I think is is the most important. Sure, sure. And and those wholesale screening partners that are out there, there's several of them. Whether you're doing with Securitech, who's just acquired by Apris, or you're talking about SJV, a firm, or any regional provider, the good news is we talk about compliance. To your point, Joe, which is layers of compliance. So you have wholesale screening companies that are delivering records based on filters set by your background screening partner. So is that seven years? Is it ten years? Is it convictions only? And what kind of information is it? Charges? Is it convictions? Um, and then your background screening partners reviewing that data. And then delivering it to um, the end business client, whether that's an organization, you know, for-profit, nonprofit, volunteer, any kind of uh, business or, or organization that is screening potential employees, volunteers, vendors, contractors, whatever it might be. 
Um, so those layers of compliance are super important as an end user. You need to understand that by going through those different layers, you're going to actually increase your compliance. You have more robust data, more eyes on it. And the technology is just a conduit to get it from one place to the other, from the courthouse to your background screen, your partner to you in a, or in a report in a compliant, effective, and, and really a way that's reportable. Um, data at the court level is very raw, right? There's, there's charges, there's uh, multiple charges, there's, there's court filings, and there's, there's sometimes there's plea deals, charges are removed, dismissed. Interpreting all those records can be very complicated because sometimes criminal cases can linger on for you know, 6, 12, 18, 24 months. So really, when you look at it, it's not just court data that the, that the researcher is providing or the background screen providers. It's actually accurate data around that the records pertain to the applicant that's in question, that they're reportable, and that the, they actually mean something and they can be interpreted. Because let's be honest, the information within uh, court records, charges, and, and, and guilty pleas is very complicated and very state by state and county by county, or even at the federal level. And those things are very difficult to interpret. So the background screening partner can help interpret those records that are reportable, but those layers of compliance and layers of strength, I would say, are, are really, really important. And that's why going directly to the courts and procuring the data yourself, if you're an end user, can be is, is possible in many jurisdictions, but it's not recommended, um, right, Joe? I mean, the, the, there's there's tons of data out there. I mean, you can do a Google search, you can do an online data search, but verifying that data in a compliant way is really um, why you know a background screening partner is involved, and why you know those criminal data providers, the wholesale data providers, are are, are a key part, but they're, they're not the end all be all for the background screening industry. And that's why they must work in conjunction with, um, you know, the CRA, the background screening part. Yeah, absolutely. I think the overwhelming, um, you know, thought process there is something I learned real early in, in my career and that's don't muddy the waters for, for the employer. Right. So, um, you know, I think employers would be overwhelmed if they saw some of the information coming back from wholesale providers. Um, it's a lot of info, but what can you use, right? And some clients have, you know, very specific rules for for their company. They have policy written. Um, you know, there's state regulations, uh, all those types of things. And that's where your your uh, background screening partner comes into play, right? That's why you want somebody who knows compliance, who's on top of compliance, because they're going to be the ones that filter that information through the compliance measures to ultimately give you the end report. Um, and so that end report needs to be the cleanest it can possibly be um, from a compliance standpoint, but also from a, a understanding standpoint, right? Um, you know, years ago, it's not so much the practice anymore, but years and years ago, um, I remember if clients would order a product like the National Criminal Database, for instance, that third party database search, they would have all that information that came back on the national dumped into the report. Right, and that's when nationals first started becoming a, a, a large tool, pretty pretty common. Uh, nowadays, you typically won't see the nationals' information dumped into the report uh, for multiple reasons. You know, you do, you don't want to be double reporting one uh, record. So typically, if it's found in the national, your provider should be going and finding that at the county level, and that's where it should be reported on the report. Um, but I remember getting calls back in the day, like, "Hey." We got this national report. Can you go through all this with me? And it was just page after page after page of data, right? Um, and, and that's what they'd be left with if you were going directly to a wholesaler. So that's that's how your you know your wholesale providers and your your uh, background screening partner are working together. Um, they're taking that information, they're cleaning it up together. They're you know uh, 
getting identifiers, ensuring it's your Joe Smith uh, that's record it belongs to, um, you know, from a wholesale standpoint, I don't even under, you know, that'd be a tough one, right? Do a search on a Joe Smith in, in uh, you know, New York and, and, and all the data that comes back and filtering out which one it actually is. Yeah, that's a good point, Joe. Um, also to bring up the, the wholesale screening providers that are out there, they actually understand the courts, the systems of record, whether there's lower courts, upper courts, district courts in certain states and making sure that you're you're robustly covering all those areas. And they have understanding, again, they have better understanding of the system of record in each jurisdiction to, again, make sure it's your Joe Smith with a middle initial, a date of birth. Um, and they are very keen and aware of regulatory guidelines and compliance, and they understand the system of record much better than than anyone else out there. So they play a vital role in delivering, you know, background screening data in a compliant and effective way. And also the speed of it, right? The technology that they utilize is crucial in delivering those verified robust records very quickly. As Kevin Bachman, the CRA doctor always says, do you want to see all the data? Everyone's going to say yes. The question is, is do you want to see all the data, but is it going to take two weeks or is it going to take two days? And everyone's going to say two days. So how do you deliver all the data in two days, right? That's the biggest question. And that's where the wholesale screening partner can play a, a crucial role in that, in that, in providing that conduit to get those records in quickly and effectively, um, and get them in a way that's dis, that can be disseminated to the client. So, um, I hope that we're shedding some light into where the criminal records come from, how they're delivered, the the roles of the people involved, the wholesale provider uh, of the data, and they have researchers in the local courthouses that are actually doing the terminal research and reviewing the records, especially when a hits are found. Um, and that's much different than a straight computer-based or database search because you're going to get updated records that are verified, um, where a database report, no matter what, those national criminals, there's tons and tons of repositories of data that come back. However, the, the, the dates in which they're updated are obviously sporadic. Sometimes it's monthly, quarterly, yearly, and you'd have to check each one of those you know, databases, which there's, like, as Joe mentioned, there's tons of them where a county level records researcher is going to be able to give you accurate data that's up to date, literally as, as soon as it's filed with the clerk in that county. So um, in this you know, episode, I hope that we have uncovered some information about criminal records, where they come from, how they research and how they make it to the end user and why a background screening partner needs to leverage a really good um, provider if they're not doing the research themselves, which they can, but at, at some point they're going to need to leverage someone on the ground in the courts to get to those records that are not available online. Joe, any kind of concluding comments on this episode? No, I mean, kind of listening to you there, I just a tip, I guess, for the end user or HR departments, uh, you know, across the country. Um, don't be afraid to ask about that. Uh, you brought up a really good point there. Um, background screening companies are working with the, the wholesale provider on what should be a daily basis. Um, ask the question, what's, what's your relationship with your wholesale provider like? How often are you guys communicating? You know, are, are, um, you know, how confident do you feel with them? Do they allow you to salt test them? Uh, things like that. Ask about that relationship because it's important. It's important when it comes to uh, providing updates on where certain searches are. It's important to, um, I think, the overall experience for the end user. So, uh, you know, if you're going out to RFP or um, you're thinking about evaluating your current background screening provider, ask that question. What's your relationship with your, um, with your wholesale provider like? Yeah. And to further that up, you know, not only that, but based on the regional regions, which you operate or where you hire, understanding where their coverage is and how robust they are in those areas. So if you're in the Southeast and you need someone there, you need to make sure that they have redundant resourceful researches in that area. Or if you're in New York, or if you're in, you know, the Midwest, um, go about it based on where you hire and that, 
the partner should be able to provide you data on their resources in those areas and the best way to go about doing it through their wholesale screening partner, their direct research and their technology. So great. Well, thanks for tuning into the show. Again, you can pick us up on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, we hit a milestone. We, we have a hundred downloads as of last week, which is great for the new podcast. This is only episode nine. Um, and we've got some great guests lined up in the next couple of weeks. Some people that, uh, some people from the artificial intelligence world and how that will impact background screening. We also have someone who's going to be coming on from the wholesale industry and we're hoping to bring someone on as an industry expert in the nonprofit. So thanks again for tuning in. If you um, want to listen or watch, you can also download us on YouTube um, where we upload these podcasts every week. Thanks so much for tuning in and we look forward to connecting with you in the future. Thank you. Thank you.